How are we doing today, my lovely listeners? Whether your answer is good, bad, or somewhere in between, I hope these next few minutes provide a respite for your soul as we talk about the hard spaces. My name is Brenna, and today I'm joined by a former roommate of mine and dear friend, Deanna Jewell, and we're chatting about breakups today. So let's get started. Um, yeah, so um, in all honesty, both Deanna and I have gone through breakups, some more <laughs> recent than others, but um, I think this is something at least the majority of people in their 20s uh, face. Um, and so Deanna, why don't you just kind of share a little bit about your story and and uh, some of the breakups that you've experienced in your life? I'm going to try not to take it personally also that you like asked me to talk about breakups. (laughs) And then a friend last night, we were talking about something and she goes, yeah, well, like, because you've been single for so long. And I was like, ouch, ouch. Oh, no. I hope you don't. Um, My history of breakups obviously starts in middle school. Um, But (laughs) the real relationships start then. The real ones. The real ones. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho, um, my freshman year of college um, was probably one of the harder breakups. Um, Just quickly connected with the guy there, um, and it ended. Yeah, so um, breakups then, and then a breakup my senior year as well. That was a quicker relationship. Honestly, like, wasn't as hard. Um, It was still hard ways, but not as, like, I don't know deep, I guess. And then, um, the mo yeah. Um, done some dating obviously post college and down here in Greensboro. And the hardest one, um, would have been March of 2020, actually, um, Mm -hmm. a guy that I was dating for a little while and talking about marriage, went to look at rings, like the whole shebang. And then, um, long story short, ended up getting a text that was like, yeah, um, don't think we should do this anymore. Through but I have text. Yeah. So did I drive to his house? Yes. <laughs> you are. We were like, we are doing this in person. <laughs> no, 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 no. We don't talk about getting married and then break up over text. Okay? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. That's, I guess, um, all the dirty details. Mm, yeah. Thanks for sharing. Um, so how... With all of your experience with breakups, whether, you know, more more recent or in the past, um, I guess what have been some things that you feel like have sort of helped you handle the the severing of a relationship? Yeah, well, I think like the immediate response for me um, has been to cry um, and just. Yeah, just like you said, like it's a severing of a relationship and. Um, I think even if it's a friendship or a boyfriend or a girlfriend, like that's hard, um, to no longer be in relationship with someone, especially when a lot of times when you are dating someone, you're talking to that person every day, all throughout the day that is, has quickly become your person that you go to with everything. So for that, all of a sudden to be done and gone and to not have that like landline, so to speak, is just super difficult. So, um, Definitely a lot of crying um, and piles of tissues, mm. honest, ladies. Um, may or may not have found some in the covers. <laughs> Later, I'm like, oh, yep, okay. Um, so crying, um, you know, now that I'm over 21, 
there is some drinking of wine that's hap- that happens. Um, Got to eat some ice cream, whatever your go-to is there. Um, when I was a freshman in college, it was going for a run, um, going in the good old Swolheim. Yes, uh, Swolheim. <laughs> taking laps in the um, athletic building, whatever you want to call it, and listening to good old Kelly Clarkson. Um, so yes. she... You really got me through that breakup. Um, but really, like for me, I think just in life, but especially in a breakup and just a season of loss um, and grief is just getting outside, um, mm. something like a hike. Um, and I just think that's super helpful or go to the beach just to get some perspective. Um, because for me, when I'm seeing like a mountain or the ocean or something bigger than myself, Um, It just reminds me that, you know what, like this moment in time um, isn't as big as it feels. And it's okay that it feels really big because it is. Um, But just to remind me personally that um, it's not as big as it feels in that moment. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a great reminder. And I'm glad you started off with the crying because I think, well, one thing for me is like, I just have to push through or like I shouldn't like like not giving yourself enough grace to like, there's, there's a place to be sad. Like it is okay to mourn and you don't just have to like, because I think sometimes the tendency can be too, if you're fresh, if you are the dumpy, the person who has been dumped, it's like, well, they don't get to make me sad. Like I, like they're probably fine. So I'm going to put, and you try to like talk yourself out of the sadness, which I'm learning right now, like isn't necessarily like the healthiest way to process. And it doesn't show weakness. It's not, you know, it's not like they win if you're upset. Like it's a normal feeling and it's healthy to like process that way. So I'm glad you started off with that, but then also not just staying there, but like doing things that will help you heal and put things into perspective. Yeah. Um, and that's one thing too with grief, like in loss of relationship, that it's normal that grief isn't just like a said and done thing. It's mm. going to, you know, over time where you go back to a place that the two of you went and there's feelings of sadness and you might even be in a new relationship at that point, but like, that's okay. And that's normal to see things in a store or whatever, see their favorite sports team plant. Like that's normal to still have those like residual feelings of grief um, over that loss of relationship. So, um, yeah, it's not like you're moving backwards or something. It's just, it's not like a, you start here and then you just move all the way up and you're great. It's going to be up and down and and it's going to come back. Um, so one thing I've been thinking about recently, cause in all honesty, guys, my breakup was like three weeks ago, so it's pretty fresh. So I'm kind of in the, in the middle of it. Not that, you know, you're like, you're not, or in the middle, but it's just really fresh. But one thing I'm asking myself in my time with the Lord and in journaling is how do you walk in integrity in a breakup, especially when you are, I guess we can sort of talk about both ends, but as somebody who was broken up with, from that perspective, it's like, there's these influx of emotions of like anger and then sadness, but it's like you, like not wanting to do anything out of spite, not wanting, you know, cause sometimes I feel like we have this like culture of like, like just responding and like, we almost forget to treat people like people in the dating, <laughs> dating circles. It's like, yeah, screw him. He's garbage, blah, 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 you know? And it's like, how do you 
handle the pain, process it, but in a way that honors the Lord and is walking in integrity? Like what, what are some points you would say to that? Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was a really interesting question. Um, I don't know as if I've even ever really like articulated it or thought about it that way. Um, and thinking about integrity, like other words to be used would be like purity or goodness. Um, and so if I think in that regard, I guess I would say like, don't be a jerk. Or in the <laughs> South, we say, don't be ugly. Um, <laughs> your attitude, you don't have an ugly attitude. And so what does that mean practically when, yeah, you're angry and like, it's okay to be angry, especially sometimes, um, when you're, you know, going through a breakup, some really mean things are said. It's super hurtful. Um, and so I think one of the things is just not um, not giving into that and not um, retaliating either like in that moment or mm. just to your friends in wanting. I think this is even outside of breakups, but other um, people that maybe you don't like and for me, I've realized it's like, I want everyone else to feel the same way I do about that person, which mm. is don't like them. And here are all the reasons why we don't like him or her or this, per- you know, and getting them all on my like team of like, let me tell you everything that he said and did to me. And like, isn't he a jerk? You know what you were saying. Um, and so I think not doing that um, is super helpful to walk in integrity and purity and goodness. Um, in a breakup, and then even just praying for your ex, which can be difficult. Um, But if you liked that person, if you loved that person, if you truly, before your breakup and after, like, maybe you don't feel it, and that's okay. Maybe you don't even mean it, and I think that's okay, too. Um, Like, God wants us to be honest about that. Like, hey, like, this sucks. I'm mad. Um, I don't like that he did XYZ or said XYZ, but... I know that you love him and you want what's best, you know, and um, just trying to pray for, you know, for us, for him. um, You make me cry. Oh, girl. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just like, you know what? Like, I wanted that, you know, like, literally, like in my last breakup in that in the breakup conversation was in tears telling him, like, I want this for you. Like, I want this for you. And so that was still true after we broke up, even though it was super hard. And so like praying through that, like, I really want, I really want this for him. I want this for me. And Lord, like, if it be your will, like that, we do that together again at some point in the future, then, um, you know, I'll leave that up to you. And I think that can be hard of not praying for that to happen, like not praying to get back together because right. that might not be the plan. Um, But yeah, I think that is the first thing that came to mind. Yeah, like I think the two things that I've been thinking about and trying to do is, yeah, is the is the praying part. And the one thing I'm realizing about the praying is it's shaping me like it's almost like, yes, like a part of me wants to be like, yes, God, let's get back. Like, please let us get back together. But it's almost like this, even just re-listening to what you're saying is like, it's like surrender. It's like, okay, like, you know how I feel about this person you know how I feel about the situation your well be done kind of thing and it's like it, it brings peace to my heart but then it also helps me not become a jerk to that person not like get ang- like yeah there is anger but in a way that's like not valuing them as an image bearer of like yeah whatever like it reminds me of like 
God has a journey for him and a plan. And regardless of whether I agree with what he did, um, I'm going to pray for him. And I realize I'm the anger sort of melts away as I'm praying. And I feel more of like, I still care about him and I still want the best for him. And I want him to be, you know, grow into the man God's shaping him to be. So I'm going to, I'm going to leave my hands open and let that happen. And the other thing that I found has been helpful is with those anger issues or things that I'm struggling with of the things that I didn't like about him or how he handled this. I just jerk, like, instead of like, (laughs) getting my friends on my side I would like I made a list like I journaled all the things of like this is like what I didn't like about and I would never really share it with anybody or do anything because I mean we all have issues nobody's perfect but I think it sort of reminded me of like okay like this like because sometimes especially when the breakup's fresh you tend to just think about the the good things and how great that person was but then it's like no like it wasn't perfect and maybe this these are the reasons that God took this person away from you And I'm really trying to like remind myself of that. But um, yeah, prayer, I definitely think is a huge one. Um, Yeah. I think even like literally I've prayed so many times, girl, from like, or whether it be like a crush from afar (laughs) or an ex or something of like, Lord, like take these feelings away. Yeah. Really in my car, this guy is like coming to my mind. I'm like, God, like, why? Just yeah. take, it's literally like God, like take these feelings away. If they're not going anywhere, just take them. And like, I I don't want to have them if it's, you know, if we're not going to date or we're not getting that, like, just please take them. And so I think being like very open with that too, of like, I'm exhausted. Like, I don't want to be thinking about this person anymore, but I yeah. am. So just like, help me out here, please. <laughs> yeah, a girl, I have prayed that so many times in the last three weeks I'm like just remove all emotions from this one person and we'll be good um so um going into the the next question here I kind of want to get um some scripture involved in all of this so what kind of guy I mean clearly in biblical times there was the dating scene was very different and dating wasn't even a thing really it was very different <laughs> wait what did you say so they didn't have hinge back then yeah no hinge no date naps no uh nothing like that so um yeah like is there like I guess it like for people in their 20s like maybe the first thing they think of isn't to look in the bible because they're like oh whatever like there wasn't dating but yeah what kind of guidance does scripture give us if any yeah um as far as like dating principles and things like I didn't necessarily go down that route of thought. Um, I think what I was thinking about is like the breakup part of it. And so like in Ephesians 4, um, there's a few verses that just talks about like he's urging us to live a life worthy of our calling, to be humble and patient, bearing with one another in love um, and make every effort to keep unity in the, of the spirit um, through the bond of peace. And then later, um, saying, oh, shoot, that verse isn't here. But (laughs) um, just that idea that we were talking about before of, like, not trying to stir up um, Mm. just ugliness and stuff when it's a person that you're not living at peace with in the moment. Mm. Um, It's like the opposite of how you're feeling is at Mm. peace. Um, But just trying to um, keep that unity as best as you can. Um, even though you may never be in a relationship that 
um, with that person again. Um, so that was a thought that came to mind. And then um, even just, I was reading this this week, but Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, that says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. And so just that emphatic, like all your heart, all your ways. Um, another way to interpret the word acknowledge him is to know him in all your ways, know him. Um, and just the promise there at the end, that says he will make your path straight. Um, and so just even that to cling on to of like, I am leaning on my own understanding in this breakup a lot of the times, just in life in general, I think we do that. And so like, okay, there's something bigger at play here. God, you can read all about his character in the Bible and he does everything for our good and for his glory. And so that is the biggest thing and truth that is woven throughout all of scripture from the beginning of Genesis. The whole reason for creation is for our good. He didn't, he didn't need the world. <laughs> he literally yeah. made it. For, so, um, and to give himself glory. And so if you just cling on to that truth, um, I think that really is helpful of like, okay, I'm not going to lean on my own understanding. Um, I'm going to acknowledge his way, know him, and he will make my path straight because mm. he is, does everything for my good and for his glory. Um, and so that's been a huge thing for me just in life and in breakups to hold on to that. Yeah, I'm so glad you brought that up. I've been sort of seeing, I mean, only the um, the first episode has gone out today, but through the recordings that I've been doing with these hard spaces we're talking about, that's been a consistent theme of God's goodness. Mm-hmm. And like in these hard spaces, do you truly believe God is for you and what he has is good for you? Because I think a lot of times we can be like, yeah, like God's in control. He's got, you know, whatever. But no, but he's good, though. Like, he's good. And I think that's such a solid reminder, especially when you're questioning, like, um, such deep, painful heartbreaks like that and such deep loss. And I found um, portions of scripture that have really helped me through just honestly praying to God through this time is in the Psalms. And I remember I was reading the other day, actually, I think it was like in Psalms 80 something. And it was like, let the bones that you have broken rejoice and like God allowing painful things to happen to you. But at the end of the day, wanting to have um, wanting to have healing and his glory. Um, but yeah, so I, I think that those are all uh, great scripture references to to think to. And this was, this was a question. So kind of moving into some questions that I've been thinking about and I've had some friends kind of go back and forth with mm-hmm. is the idea of after a breakup. Is it is it healthy to go back with your ex? Like if you've gone through something that's a pretty hard thing, is it um is it okay to get back with them if you're the dumper or the dumpy? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I really think that there's no like blanket answer for that. I think that every situation um, is different and unique and had its own, you know, relationships have their own issues and strengths and weaknesses. So um, I don't think I could give a blanket statement of like yes or no for everyone. Um, I think from my own experience and from watching others, I think most people aren't the exception to the rule, which is that I would say that the rule is probably that it's not a good idea. Um, but I would say that there are some ex- exceptions to the rule. Um, 
but it's kind of like that movie, the rom-com of like, he's just not that into you of Mm -hmm. like, we're not the exception. So we should always like, we like cling onto that. We're like, no, but I will be the exception and he will fall in love with me. And it's like, no girl, he he ain't gonna fall in love Mm -hmm. with you. So I think if we like, that's probably from my perspective would be like most of the times not a good idea, but there are some exceptions, but don't assume that you're going to be, <laughs> don't hope for that. Um, the reason why I think it's probably not healthy is because there likely are issues that cause the breakup, um, which are, could still be present um, and could still be there. And even like you were saying, I think in a breakup, especially if you're the one getting broken up with, you look back and you see all the goodness because you want to reflect on all the fun times and what you loved about that person and liked mm. them and the two of you together. And you had all these future plans with that person. And so you kind of idealize the situation or that person. Um, but like you said, but there are things that weren't perfect. No relationship is perfect. No person is perfect. And so um, I think if we're honest, there are there are things about that person or about the relationship that weren't healthy, weren't good. And so um, if those are still there and you're getting back together, then it's probably still going to be unhealthy. Um, I think there could, depending on the situation, also just be um, broken trust, which is super hard to get back. Um, And a lot of times needs to be done um, over time and um, kind of proved again. And so that could be difficult just to, navigate that and just insecurities and fears going back into that relationship just I guess that baggage um unfortunately even just potential like unhealed wounds where you know you get back together all of a sudden it's your first fight again or something triggers you know of like this happened last time right and so that wound comes back and it's like now you're you know bringing back past hurt which we shouldn't, you know, love keeps no record of wrongs, but we do. And so we're like throwing that, you know, you always, you all, you know, and using those, I think could happen. Um, if, if there's unhealed wounds there and you're getting back together, that would be unhealthy. Um, and I said, you know, especially would be difficult if you were ugly about your ex. The word of the day. (laughs) Yeah. Don't be ugly. You're welcome. Um, that's what I'm going to title this podcast. Don't be ugly. Don't be ugly because then like, especially if you did not walk in integrity during your breakup, which is hard to do, mm. um, your friends and family like are not going to understand because they take your side. Like you wanted them on your right. side. They're on your side. And so now <laughs> you're like, so I think it's fine. Like, but I really love them. No. And then they're yeah. not going to be supportive. Like it is right. hard. It's hard. Yes. And I had that with like guys that I've let, you know, and then they're like, excuse me, what? So then <laughs> in this place of like secrecy, because you want their support and you had it during the breakup and now they're like, no. So, which again, there could be exceptions to this. I understand that like you could be getting back together and your friends and family are like, I agree. It's now time. Like things have, you know, whatever needed to be resolved or yeah, whatever has happened. And now, you know, we really think you guys should get back together. So I think that can also just be super telling of whether or not it would be healthy to do is your friends and family and like what perspective they're giving you. Um, if you've kept them in the loop throughout the, the process. Yeah, that's definitely something I've been trying to navigate is like, cause obviously like when the hurt is fresh, you want to like 
vent and tell your like the people closest to you like this hurts this happened to me and obviously as your family they're gonna like take like you said take your side and like you know throw shade at this person and you know be like to try to pump you up and make you feel good but yeah I think that's something it's like how much do I tell the people closest to me versus like my just my time with the Lord and processing and healing and that's just been such a journey in and of itself but yeah I think those are all like solid points so moral of the story don't get back (laughs) unless you're the exception no no um I think um, one thing I've also been really struggling with, and I imagine a lot of, I mean, girls and guys, I know we've been saying, we're obviously this is from a female perspective, um, but I think um, there can be a danger of, especially if you're like the person that got dumped is like, I guess, what advice would you give to the person who's struggling with almost like their identity after the breakup of that, like feeling like a person Because I think at some point we all sort of feel like we can believe alive. No one will ever truly love me once they really know me. Mm -hmm. And I think for me personally, this this past breakup was the first relationship I actually was an actual relationship. And I felt like the person was at like, you know, actually boyfriend, girlfriend. But I've had other things with guys and there always got to a point where it was like, okay, it's like when it's fun and easy and they like, oh, like you're pretty, I like you, whatever. But then as they get to know you and the person you see yourself as, then that rejection, I think, stings a little deeper. It's like, oh, well, they liked me when they just saw what I looked like and they, like, it wasn't that much work. But then as I became vulnerable with them, that reject, like, they're rejecting who I am. So I must be X, Y, Z, fill in the blank, whatever it is. So how do we, as young women and men, not conflate our identity with that rejection? Yeah. Yeah, I think that for Christians, we have the advantage of hopefully before the relationship, we were defined by our relationship with Jesus and who he says that we are in light of who he is. And so the hope would be that during the dating relationship, that you were still finding your identity and your value in your relationship with Christ, first and foremost. Um, and so obviously, you know, we do start finding in our, our identity and our relationships, our status, our job, whatever. And so that's natural that like that happened in your relationship, your dating relationship. Um, but I think post that, um, that's the thing It's like, we're not, none of the things of this world that we look to relationships, jobs, money, success, sex, like all of those things, um, are not meant to hold the weight mm-hmm. of our and of that like hope that we have to yeah be known and to be loved for who we are none of those things can hold the weight of that and so hopefully you know after a breakup we're remembering that and knowing that only in Christ he's the only one that can hold the weight of that hope um and literally yeah like that's one of my one of my number one, fe- I have like two fears in life, you know, and people are like, what's your greatest fear? Yeah. And you nailed it. Like, that's literally my like second greatest fear is that no one will ever truly know me. And if they do, they won't like love me for who mm. I am. Mm. Um, but it's like, we are already truly known and we are already loved before the foundation of the world, before the world was created, we were fully known. It's wild. Loved. Yeah. Before he spoke a word into existence, like 
that is insane. Mm -hmm. Um, And so going back to that foundation over and over again, and like you said, like, I think the Psalms are super helpful when you're going through a hard time. Um, But going back to truth, um, that's another huge um, reason why we need to be in community. We weren't made to do life alone. Um, And so we have to have our community that's going to remind us of those truths when we don't feel it. And when we say, you know, I feel this and that's okay. That's normal. Like it's normal to feel insecure and to feel all of those things, like to be in your feels is okay. And you need, we need to do that. Um, I tend to try to avoid that, (laughs) Um, (laughs) but we need to do that and to have, and to welcome others in who are going to be like, I understand. I love you. They're going to cry with us, drink wine with us, and then tell us like, but here's the truth. Like, you know, that that's not true. You know, that like you are loved and you are known and it's going to be okay. And yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think everything you were just saying is so powerful. And I think even for people who are listening, who are happily married or dating, um, or yeah, or single, like whatever your relationship status is, is having that be the foundation of who you are. Because that person that you are with is not your savior. It is not, and they can't bear, they're not called to carry that weight. And that's going to crush them. It's going to crush your kids. It's going to crush your spouse. It's going to crush, or even friends. I don't know, whoever is, whatever relationship it is. So I think that is just such an important truth, especially in the hard spaces of breaking up. And the enemy, I think in those hard spaces too, and all these conversations I've been having is the enemy strikes in those moments when you feel weak. Yes, like, like Deanna is saying, like, there's a place to feel and have the emotions. God made us to have emotions, but then also remembering, like, d- like knowing what's truth and what's a lie, because the enemy will, will be speaking so much to you and you have to, like, fight it. It's a fight. It's a fight. It's a battle. Yeah. And um, we need to put on the armor to, to get through that. Um to sort of to sort of uh, close this conversation, what is like the advice that you would give somebody listening right now, whether their breakup was yesterday or three years ago or whatever stage of life they're in, who is really resonating with what we've been saying, what is something you want them to take away from this? Like, what is the piece of advice of like, if you could say anything to these 20 somethings listening, what is your advice for someone going through the breakup? Yeah. Um, Oh man, I don't know if I was ready for this. <laughs> the, your parting words. Your <laughs> I know, like so much pressure. <laughs> I think the biggest thing is that <sighs> I think I would just say it's gonna be okay. Um, I think one of the things that is difficult I have found, I don't know if this is advice really, but Um, is that especially in the Christian world, everyone is like, well, like do this for marriage or like, well, when you get married and when you have kids and it's all like assumed. And I think that's been super hard. And even like, I have changed my language of like, if I ever have kids, if I ever, do I want to? Yes. Like I want to get married. I want to have kids, but like, we are not promised that. Mm. So And that's okay because God works all things for our good and for his glory. And so just knowing that like, it's going to be okay. Like no matter what happens in the timing that it happens, lean not on on your own understanding, because if it were up to me, like I would have already been married by now, would have already had like all these check boxes would have already been happening. Um, but it's going to be okay. And that, um, what matters most is like 
who you are and who do you want to be? And do not ask that question just of like, well, who do I want to be? Because I might get married and like, you know, if I get, I feel like that's such like a lie that's told us like, well, if you like, if you're like in your relationship with God and you're okay, then Jesus will like give you a (sighs) husband. And it's like, no, it doesn't say Yeah. Where do you see that in the Bible? Yeah. Like just become the woman that you want to be, no matter if a guy's going to come along or Mm. not. Just like, yeah. Focus on you and your relationship with Christ and what he's calling you to do and who he's calling you to be. Um, And yeah, I think that will bring fulfillment and joy. Um, That's really no, that's that's so my heart's getting encouraged right now. This is this is so important to remember. Um, thank you, Deanna, so much for imparting all of your wisdom. I know that this has impacted my life. I'm encouraged. So I just pray that everyone listening um, feels the same way and, and takes something away from this. Um, so, yeah, that's what I wanted to share today. I'd love to engage with you all. So please uh, send a follow. Soul underscore things underscore podcast at Instagram. Or you can be old school. Shoot me an email. Podcast at gmail.com I'll be sharing encouraging information give you updates on upcoming podcasts release them every Friday and just would love to chat with you and engage with you on these platforms so thanks so much for joining me through navigating this crazy journey of your 20s so remember even in the hard spaces his grace abounds see you next week